Somewhere in the Midwest, there sits a building that once held so much promise, and for quite some time delivered on that promise. But no good deed goes unpunished, and somewhere in history, this building's reputation took a tragic turn. Even worse still were the tragedies that would befall several residents, from hangings to arson, suicide to almost beheadings. But some of the worst of these atrocities happened out of sight, far below the cells of the Ohio State Reformatory. Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. What have you found? That Nothing. is funny. Oh, it's just in my head. Just what is it? Every TikTok that I've Every TikTok <laughs> you've ever seen, ever. The TikTok app. Yeah. <laughs> what's in my head. Yeah. The, it's a dang song. Yeah, that song, uh, the Jasper P video. It, the, like, the, it's a pea like the vegetable. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, is that the same P? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So funny. Um, no, I have a lot of the Newt Newts, the penguins. I have seen it once, one time. I ran to like six scrolling just trying to find a video for you. No. Well, anyway, hi. <laughs> it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're back in the Midwest. We're close. We are. We're close. We're knocking on our neighbor's door here. Knock, knock, knocking on. Ohio's door. There it is. Yeah. yeah. I have to burp. I have like heartburn. This is going to be a God. long episode. It, let's not do that. I just had rice, but I used a lemon. I don't know. Dang. Getting old is not it. What did I have? I had a fish sandwich. Yummy. Uh-huh. At uh-huh. aptly named The Bush. The, bu- <laughs> the restaurant's called I The know. Bush. <laughs> we made some, we got, we started up HelloFresh again, sponsor us, um, and, because it really is, get like, it's, I, I'm not going to get into it, but we started HelloFresh again. It, it's better for us to, like, structure cooking at home and stuff, and we made bulgogi pork and rice and roasted carrots bulgogi i I don't know know. sorry everybody it's fine whatever it's good whatever it is um so that's Uh, you got me thinking about getting back on the hello fresh train but i gotta like get john on board with it because he doesn't he's not an adventurous eater (laughs) you can keep it simple they have some simple thing kind of on there there's some simpler ones but Mm -hmm. the point is like listen everybody hello fresh you can it breaks down to about nine dollars and fifty cents a plate, nine dollars and seventy five cents a plate. Uh, you can spend more than that at Taco Bell now. Like, and even fast food, you can't spend less than ten dollars anymore. Re- I mean, you can, but right, not if you really mean business. <laughs> so, like, it just sucks because you pay it all up front, and it's like, ooh, dang, like sixty, seventy, eighty. The plan we're using is a hundred, hundred dollars a week sucks. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I've been eating out, and I know darn good and well, I probably spend that, and I just don't want to admit it. Oh, I know. I've sat down with a statement before, and I'm like, ow. Yeah, you can do three meals a week for two people for like 60 or $70, and it's really it really only breaks down to like $9 a plate. So consider it, I don't know. I like the food a lot. There's a free shout out. Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh, please sponsor us. I eat your food all the time. <laughs> well, anyway... Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, something not related to Ohio at all, just so I can set the mood uh, oh, okay. for the episode. So last night, 
as we're recording this. Last night, I had to tinkle in the middle of the night, so <laughs> I got up, right? It's 3.40 in the morning, mm-hmm. and Megan, this, is, this story is for Megan, but it's for everybody. Okay. Um, my hallway is very short, and the bedroom doors face each other. There is mm-hmm. a large gap under the second bedroom door. Yes. <laughs> and I had the computer on in here. And so you have the light from the computer screen. There's a faint light under that door in the, in the dark hallway. So I walk out of my bedroom at 3.40ish in the morning, having to tinkle. And I see, I've been keeping this door closed because the cats can't mind their own. So like I, and all the cats were accounted for, and the dog. The dog is uh, in her kennel for the night. We've got three of the cats sleeping on the bed, one in the living room, one in under the dresser because <laughs> she's a mess. <laughs> Um, but everyone was accounted for, and I know this for a fact because I checked before I shut the door. Uh, anyway, I'm walking out of the bedroom to go to the bathroom, and I see the shadow of a cat. Like, it's definitely one of the cats that I have shut, like, you see the cat shadow right now, Megan? They're walking away. Well, that was Mm -hmm. Mabel, actually, but I can even tell what animal it is. So I see one of the cats walking behind this door, and I just stared for a second. I was like, I thought, I'm pretty sure that none of them are in there. And one, as I'm trying to decide, because I see this shadow pacing, like it looks like they've been in there all night and they're like, let me out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, they also like to do this thing where they put their hand under the door and grab the door and start shaking it. Uh-huh. That happened. Uh-huh. I, and I'm standing in the hallway, like half awake, just staring. And I hear like, I can't even just on the door. And I was like, it took me like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, dang, because it's 3.40 in the morning, you're waking everybody up. Uh-huh. I walk in here, I open the door, I turn on the light. There's nothing in here. There's no cat in here. No cat ran past me, and I took inventory of the animals after that. Um, and I shut the door, and this morning, like, it's so it's been shut the rest of the night. I got up this morning, no one was in here, they've all been out there. Uh, but I watched a cat pace behind the store, grab underneath the door. I saw a paw come out, grab it, and shake. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing in here. Well, I hate that. So, I don't know. I know that sounds crazy, but, like, the the gap under the door is kind of ridiculous. It's, like, a solid two to three inches. Mm. Yeah. Like, two inches. Let's say two inches. Yeah. Um, a, you could very easily see a cat's face under that if you wanted to. I saw a cat paw come out and shake the door to get out. There were no cats in this room. Ew. (laughs) So, we're in this room now. I, yeah, I know. I, yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen your ghost cat in a minute, so. That's what I was thinking. I said, it's been a while. Welcome back. So. (laughs) Good times. Good times. So, that's my story time. Yay. Well, let's talk haunted stuff. Yay. We are in Ohio. Like we said, I don't know what that was. Sorry. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> yeah. We're in Mansfield, Ohio. Yay. Which I don't think we've been to. It sounds familiar, but whatever. There's like Mansfields everywhere. Yeah, there are. There's Mansfield here for Covered Bridge. That's right. Yes, that's maybe probably that's why, why it sounds, yeah. That could be why. All right. Well, it is in Richland County, Ohio, which is also the county seat. Go figure. Of course, of now, course. Now, I will say we had a different place picked, and I was so excited because it wasn't the county seat, and I was going to announce it, but we changed it last minute, the place we were going to cover. Just... I, was, I was struggling. I'm sorry. Well, no, it wasn't even that. When I'd, I'm the one who has to change because I'm doing the experience, and I 
was reading the haunting, the alleged haunting of that place, and every single uh, link that I found was like, except that haunting can't be true because that person didn't die here. They were living in a different city when they died. And I'm like... And honestly, the story (sighs) of her dying in that, it was a castle. It was the... Squire castle. The squire castle. And the way that the woman died that they were talking about changed from story to story. Um, Basically, they just said she was you know mentally not well they some people chose some pretty colorful ways to say it it was kind of annoying Mm -hmm. and one of the stories literally was like she was a very skittish woman and was walking down the hallway with a candle and it was a stormy night or something like that and the lightning flashed and it flashed off of the eyes of the taxidermied animals in the room it startled her so bad she turned to run and tripped down the stairs and fell and broke her neck one of them says she fell and conveniently you can't make this up I mean, you can make it up because they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, conveniently, she tripped, fell, and fell uh, like over a banister onto a noose that just happened to be hanging there. And she fell in the noose and got hung. Hmm. I'm like, that is really bad luck. Mm-hmm. Sounds fake. And I it is. didn't come across that one. It was but bad. Yeah. Whatever. Um. That's not what we're covering today, though. But I'll get what we're covering. But let's talk about the city first, shall we? Let's talk about Mansfield. Okay. So as of 2023, in this moment, the year of our Lord, it has a population (laughs) of 47,447. So pretty comparable to here. It's a little bit smaller, about 20,000 shy. Yeah. Truthfully, a large chunk of our population is college kids anyway. Right. And they're declining currently at uh, 0.06% annually. So okay. just a drop in the buckets, whatever. Um, it does span over 31 miles. Wow. And that gives a density of about 1,500 people per square mile. Okay. So not that's, too bad. Yeah. Room to room. The average household income of Mansfield is $50,485, which is a little bit lower than the national average. Yes. With a poverty rate, hold your hort, like hold your butts is twenty five point zero eight percent. Oh my god! Look, I was actually with Squire Castle that we were going to cover. It's in Willoughby, yeah. uh, Ohio. It's I, numbers, I had a moment where you're like, "We're in Mansfield." I said, "We're in, in Willoughby," but no. I just let you keep going. <laughs> no, we were going to cover Willoughby, and again, I just. The history and everything was really cool. It was just the haunted stuff that sucked. But the numbers of Willoughby are actually so good. It's a town of like 10,000 with a... uh, It was less than 10% um, poverty rate with like $70,000 income average. And I was like, well, dang, Willoughby. Nice. (laughs) Nice. But not here. Not (laughs) Not in Mansfield. Mansfield. (laughs) No. So the median rental cost was pretty vast, uh, according to a couple different websites. So I kind of just picked the average of all of those. And it came up to about $800 a month. Okay. That is low. For a moment, I thought you were talking house value. And I was like, what the heck? No. (laughs) Like, not rent. No. Uh, The median house value, again, I had varying numbers. So I went with an average two and said probably somewhere around $130,000. Yikes, that's low. Right, it is. The median age is 38.3 years old, 37 for males, and 41 for females. Average. So now the racial breakdown of Mansfield. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably not as white as we think it's going to be. I'm going to guess in the 60s. Close. It's 70.44%. Cool. cool. With black or African American at 21.17%. 
two or more races at 6.2 and less than a percent of other Asian, Native American, and Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander. Mm-hmm. So not too bad. A little bit of everyone, a little sprinkling of everybody. Right. So... Now we're going to get to, I'm like, I can't swallow. I hate this. There's no, it's just my saliva and I can't now swallow I'm it. I'm thinking about it. Stupid. What is wrong with I've you? I've been struggling. Struggling. I don't know if it's because of the Jasper impersonation. That <laughs> Maybe. I've been doing. I don't know. You've been working on it for too long. <laughs> okay. I got it. I tried to give you a chance. I think I got it. Okay. Now let's talk about the place that we are actually going to, which is... The Ohio State Reformatory. Yay, we've done a few of the, a couple of these. Give, um, well, like variations of. This is a little bit different from what we've covered because it's not quite a penitentiary. And it's not quite a sanatorium. No, it, I mean, it was a reform school. It's a reformatory. So that's where, it's where underage kids, mostly boys, would go to be reformed if they've done something, if they've committed a crime, but it wasn't worthy of the penitentiary. Did it not turn penitentiary? We'll get there. Okay. I suddenly got concerned with my... No, no, ex- no. Okay. The, it's... Okay. Let's let's get into it and I'll tell okay. you what happened to this. All right. So all this information, I didn't even grab the website, which is so dumb. It is the reformatory's website itself they have an entire history page as well as paranormal history wow i didn't look at that i really went with youtube online that's fine uh i figured you would so i felt i was safe to grab that information yep okay this is just the the regular history of this place it says the ohio state reformatory was designed by cleveland architect levi schofield Schofield designed the striking limestone building to be an uplifting, inspiring, and intimidating structure. And it is. It's uh, a really cool looking building. Yeah. And if it... I'll, I'll, okay, I'll hold off. I'll beep, beep. hold okay. on to that one. I'll, okay. We'll get there. The reformatory was originally called the Intermediate, Intermediate Penitentiary since it accepted inmates who were too old for juvenile corrections, but had committed offenses more minor than those sent to the other Ohio State Penitentiary. Okay. So it was like a lesser, like a um, low clearance. When it's not low clearance, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Why am I drawing? It's whatever. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> we all know. They weren't as mean there. <laughs> uh, the faculty admitted its first inmates in 1896 after 10 years of construction. Took 10 years to build that sucker, which we will share pictures. And I mean, yeah. It's massive. It, yeah, it really is. The goal of the institution was truly to reform and rehabilitate its inmates who received three things during their time at OSR, is what they're calling it for short. Okay. Religion mm-hmm. is number one. Of course. Education. Yeah. And a trade. I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty standard. So it's what should should be done to most criminals. I think the Petty religion criminals. thing should be an option. I mean, but... You know what I meant. I mean... The reforming part of it, not just, I mean, our system is set to fail. Welcome <laughs> to the United States. It's you get thrown in knowing that you're going to end up back there. I mean, if you live that life, you have no one helping you to get better. Almost right. I mean, ever. The, the numbers showing people who are repeat offenders is insane. It's mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I know it's outlandish. Um, and it's drugs, petty crime. It's not um, violent crimes. It's the the smaller stuff 
Those are the repeat offenders because they have no one to help them get back on their feet when they're done. And I mean, let's be real. Uh, race has a big part in that as well. But mm-hmm. like, we're not here to talk about that. I'm so- sorry. No, no. See, <laughs> you are correct. Look at me stopping the conversation. I know. Uh, I was I going to can- adjust my mic, but I'll just maybe I'll fix my posture. <laughs> I was going to say because it won't come down any lower. You're maxed out. Honey. Oh, you're correct. <laughs> Dang. Dang. All right. Um, where was it? Oh, yes. Religion, education, and trade. Inmates were admitted for 18 months, and if they showed progress, they would be released after that time. If not, they received another 18 months. Yikes. I know. So, I mean, at least, you know that's what you're getting slapped with, which kind of sucks. Like, depending on the crime, you all just, here's 18 months. Right, right. The model, but even though that sounds like crappy the model was actually successful and osr had a high success rate and a low received recidivism rate repeat offenders that's what i think yeah. yeah i believe that's what that means by the early 1960s however so this is about uh 70 yeah roughly 65 70 years by the early 16 1960s however the state pulled its financial support from the reform model and began converting it into a maximum security facility a purpose for which it was never intended yeah sounds about so right took away all of the resource part of it and strictly made it a prison it's just hey you guys are successful let's fix that Mm -hmm. yeah get this so it ran successfully for almost 70 years Mm -hmm. by the 1980s so 20 years later the conditions had deteriorated to the point where the inmates sued the state of ohio that is (laughs) that's that's something Mm -hmm. yeah the lawsuit was successful who 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 has ever heard of that? Sorry, that was very <laughs> wind blowing. Jesus. Well, because it was successful, construction began on a new modern facility nearby. The reformatory was finally closed in 1990, so 30 years after they changed it. I just don't understand. I don't know how. I don't know letting people live in crappy conditions and not caring about their environment and their sleeping quarters and that just just the way that they live is sure to turn people into upright standing citizens Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't why uh, okay well the building sat empty for several years until local activists rallied to purchase the building from the state for one dollar it says a single dollar i don't know if they meant one million it says in parentheses for one dollar like dollar sign one yeah i mean that would be a weird typo yeah it's from their website so i mean if the building is just sitting and doing nothing then if they're like well if you're not gonna do anything with it then we're gonna take it for nothing yeah but the the activists committed to repairing and restoring the historic structure Today, the Mansfield Reformatory Preservation Society is a nonprofit overseen by a volunteer board, and every donation goes directly towards the maintenance and restoration of the building. You know, here's a dumb question. Why restore it? Well, because as of today, it houses the official Ohio State Corrections History Museum, and it's a popular site for ghost hunter enthusiasts. Okay. Uh, it hosts special <laughs> I mean, events, people who are history buffs. So it's... It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's just a piece of Ohio history. I guess so, say. yeah. 
the building striking architecture is a favorite choice for filmmakers. And this is what I was getting to is did the building look familiar at all? I mean, like slightly. There was a shot in a video that I saw where they're standing. It looks like in the street looking mm-hmm. up at the building and that part looked familiar yeah like with the because you've got it's very symmetrical building mm-hmm. two kind of like spires on either side and the entrance is pushed back it's like a, a u-shaped mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it looked a little familiar yeah that's because it is the uh it was the building the prison used in the shawshank redemption really mm-hmm. what a movie man yep that's its best known movie well, but yeah. it's been in a couple others including i've heard of none of these harry and walter go to new york oh my goodness tango I've never and heard of that. <laughs> tango and cash i've heard of that air force one escape plan uh or sorry air force one okay i mean yeah escape plan the extricator ex extractors <laughs> and judas and the black messiah i feel like honestly i've heard of most of those I, I've heard of Judas. I haven't really heard of the others. That second one that you said. Tango and Cash? Yeah, I've heard of that. Okay. Well, that, <laughs> that's just your general history on the building. Now, why is it haunted? I can only imagine it probably happened sometime in the 60s. Yeah, I mean, that is a good guess. Let's find out. All right. <laughs> This, okay, this also comes from their website, and it had a little blip at the top that I believe this was written by, like, a news station or a journalist of sorts. Okay. So it's very fanciful writing. Mm -hmm. Just bear with me. It was like, I had to reread a couple lines because I said, huh? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, They were going for that Pulitzer or whatever. Yeah, Pulitzer Prize. Mm. Wow. (laughs) Here we go. Stone walls and iron bars, they're still here. But what of the humanity, if you can call it that, of the old Ohio State Reformatory at Mansfield? Already started. What of? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're starting really strong with, like, Shakespearean. Several times. uh, What of the 154,000 inmates who passed through its gates in its 94 years as a working prison? It wasn't a... uh, That's... It wasn't a working prison for 94 years, so you're embellishing, but go off. Uh, yeah. Like a good writer. I will stop the uh, theatrics. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Not to mention their keepers, the wardens and the guards, the grave diggers and the rest. What of them remains? Mm, for God's sake. <laughs> As it turns out, more than you might think. No matter what their crimes, some sent to Mansfield have never left. That's Ooh. a favorite. I know. They rest un. Uncl- the- they rest unclaimed in the cheerless graveyard just outside the fence. 215 numbered markers laid out row on row. So just as the prisoners died, they were like, boop. Add another one. I mean, at least it wasn't a mass grave. They each have their own I guess. Marker. I guess. I would hope not a mass grave in the 1900s, but what do I know? Depending on how they treat their prisoners. I saw Shawshank. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, most were victims of disease, influenza, tuberculosis, but some died of less natural causes. From the violence that is all too common inside any prison and was far from unknown in this and is and was far from unknown in this one. Okay. 
God, I, I, if I would have had the time to put this in my own words, I would have. But again, we changed um, locations pretty late in the game. <laughs> yes. Okay. The worst of it occurred well away from the main cell block with the rows of cages stacked tier on tier and inmates one or two to a cell. So it sounds pretty standard. Yeah. Kind of like the um, where we just went. How um, it was stacked up like that. Oh my gosh, I don't know. I know I'm oh, drawing up Bent Benton? Benton County. Yes, yeah. that was it. Anyway, there were too many eyes, too many witnesses here. No, the worst of it was reserved for a far lonelier place deep beneath the prison ground. Mm -hmm. So not happening out in the open, which is surprising. I mean, I don't know why the guards or whoever was doing the, the these things cared, but yeah. Anyway, it was a place called local control or solitary by some, known by everyone else as the hole. Mm -hmm. Near total isolation can crack all but the toughest of cons, but none was so alone that there wasn't room for death. Yeah. Mm. And I don't know if it says in there, but I learned that that isolation room. Mm -hmm. They, I mean, so one being... Being in solitary confinement is enough to, like, you know, shake a person a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but they would, what they said in the video that I saw is they would do 24 hours of light and mm -hmm. 24 hours of dark. No. And to, like, also psychologically mess with them. Yeah. And so they would have no concept of time while they were in there unless you wanted to tick the hours, which you can see that they are in solitary confinement. Yikes. Yeah. Yep, I would just sleep when the lights went out. Like that for would... 24, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I could do that. <laughs> I wake up, probably take a dump, and then go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, well, yeah, actually, on a very serious note, if this really happened, if these are documented, which I didn't uh, look for documents, but... Yeah. I mean, if it's on their website, I hope they're telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Everything on the internet's real. Here we go. So it gets serious. At least one inmate managed to hang himself. Another set himself on fire. And Which we've actually run into that before. Uh, where at? At the old county jail, or the old jail inn. Set themselves on fire? Yeah. Yes, that's they right. Okay. In, the, in the top cell in the back. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't get, because it was, jeez. <laughs> I went to open my mouth and I like burped. Sorry. No, yeah, because he was all the way in the back. By the time they actually got to him, it was already Yeah, it was too, too late. late. Yeah, I remember that. Yikes. Okay. Um, once two men were left too long in a single tomb-like cell, and only one walked out, leaving his cellmate's body behind, stuffed beneath a bunk. I'm, like, we're assuming he killed him? Yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Could there be other similar surprises or words left over from the days before the prison closed? Even when they're empty, some swear something walks these halls. Mm. Creepy. It isn't enough for contemporary visitors not to wander off alone while sightseeing what's become of what's become one of Mansfield's more popular tourist attractions. But the bloodiest single incident in the old prison's history occurred outside outside its walls. God dang. <laughs> <laughs> in july of 1948 so this is actually before, before it was a yeah penitentiary i mean not to say that it was like all sunshine and butterflies before this happened but it sounded like they had a good thing going for the most part before yeah, yeah. the buyout but 
No. Anyway, it was July of 1948 when the reformatory's farm boss, his wife, and daughter were kidnapped and shot to death by two parole parolees bent on revenge. <sighs> mm-hmm. That sucks. A six-state manhunt for the so-called Mad Dog Killers ended in a shootout that left Robert Daniels of Columbus in custody and his partner, James West, dead. And Daniel said, quote, I'll get the chair. He said this to police as he signed the confession. And on January 3rd, 1949, he did. So they wasted no time with him. Nope. I mean, he's like, yeah, I, I did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying like the, the process of things is so long now. And I'm not even talking capital punishment. I'm talking just in general. Mm-hmm. There's, it takes so long. Uh, and that took, what, a year to find him, convict him. Yeah, not even. It was July, and then he was put to death in January. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. They had other things to do. Yeah, pretty much. But we're not done yet, because a year later, in 1950, disaster struck once more. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, this time, here in the living quarters of the warden himself, the warden's wife was removing a jewelry box from a closet shelf and dislodged a pistol from its hiding place. Uh-huh. When it hit the floor, the gun went off, inflicting a fatal wound. And within the decade, there was even more bad luck. What in the world? Yeah, like, w- warden's wife accidentally killed herself. Jesus, criminy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the warden, so the same guy, I assume, uh, hard at work in his office, suffered from a heart attack and died. Man. All this was nearly 40 years ago and more. How then to explain the voices shaken tour guides swear they hear today? <sighs> Men and women talking to faint, too faint to understand, too persistent to ignore, and chilling to listeners who think they're alone, only to find themselves apparently eavesdropping on the warden and his wife locked forever in an endless conversation from beyond the grave. That's creepy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he's a writer, don't get me wrong. They're a writer. I don't know yeah. who wrote it, but all that fanciful writing to say, bad things happen there, not good. Yeah, some pretty rough things, honestly. I can definitely see, depending on what you're going to cover, and I got like chilies for some reason mm-hmm. about the warden's wife. Yeah. I don't know if you've got any stories about her coming up, but I could see how she may be a spirit there just because her death was so quick and sudden that... She may not even realize what happened mm-hmm. if, if it killed her instantly, you know? Yeah. So the warden's wife actually does not come up. Not in the video that mm-hmm. I watched. I know. Um, I mean, I, that's probably good for her <laughs> that she's not there. Uh, so let's just say the video that I chose to watch is this parent. Well, he, paranormal investigator. Yes. But if you check his YouTube channel, he's got a whole like literally... Some of the clickbait stuff. I filled my niece's bedroom with 25,000 plastic balls and mm-hmm. like watch me. I don't know. I bought my million dollar home and I'm just like, what in the world? Uh. I don't know. <laughs> Seems questionable to me. But when I looked up this this place and a paranormal investigation, this is one of the first ones that popped up. Mm-hmm. So I will just open my notes because I was going to go. But I know I like I wrote I know I wrote all of my notes in the way that I talk. So we'll just and I'm probably still going to embellish anyway. I start with a note that says the video starts out by saying 
previously at the Ohio State Reformatory, and it gives us a brief rundown of what they already experienced during the night, and then it just jumps into the second part of this investigation. Ah. Uh, Very, there's just no, like, transition. Abrupt. And truthfully, I didn't really watch the first part of it, because I had to dig for it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, it should have been the first thing that came up. And instead, it showed me the second part. So there could be some really good stuff in the first part. Who knows? Okay. Uh, I don't. So there's that. But yeah, we just... And then the problem... Uh, and I'll, I'm will i sure I explain it at some point. The problem with that is I don't... They had to have gone over some of this stuff in the first half of the video. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of things that they're just like, oh, I'm just making this up. Oh, like... Old John Doe over here is saying such and such. I'm like, well, who is he? And why is he saying that? And there's no description of anything here. We're just supposed to know what you're talking about. I feel like there's a lot of that going on. It's a little annoying. This is my fault for not watching the first half. So it just took, I did not, I should not have to dig for part one. Like, don't make me work that hard. I'm lazy. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Because the video is, this is also two years old. So not too bad. But you make a lot of silly videos. I had to, I had to scroll. Mm, <laughs> so, that's fun. So anyway, this is Jake the Viking. Uh, this guy is large. This guy is big. I'm not gonna lie. Like uh-huh. he, he's very tall. One of his other investigators. I'm not joking. Probably doesn't even come up to his pecs. Like oh. it's, it's. She's a girl. We're all. This is assuming all of everybody's gender. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going off of the pronouns that they were using in the video, but. I think Shelby was her name, walks up, and she's, like, maybe reaching his pecs at her head. That's terrifying. But also, the other investigator that's with him, who's a man, is equally tall. So, there's just this girl standing, like, halfway up between these two guys. I don't know. Help. I pretty much... (laughs) And she has, like, a deep voice. She's like, I just wanted to be a part of the video. Like, I don't... It it was really unexpected. Oh, no. Okay. Anywho, so if it seems like I'm just jumping into this with no explanation, it's because I am. All right. And you get the same treatment that I got. That's that. So suddenly, <laughs> we are standing in front of what was, what acted as a barbershop uh-huh. for for the uh, penitentiary. I'm assuming not for the reformatory. And they allowed inmates in this barbershop, prob- it sounds like, it seems like most prisons do this the inmates cut the hair like they have yeah. a barbershop where the inmates can cut hair mm-hmm. and keep in mind this is in the 60s they have straight razors to cut hair oh okay yes yeah, so it already sounds very exciting right <laughs> yeah so one of the tour there's two tour guides that i can tell and one of the tour guides grandfathers she jumps in to say that he was a guard at at this prison and was actually guarding the barbershop when an inmate took a straight razor and cut another inmate's throat, mm. which is scary enough in itself. But he said uh, that they sliced his throat so deep that he almost decapitated him. And the inmate that had his throat slit stood up to run after him and just collapsed mid-stride. Who? Huh? What? Like his head was coming off and he started to run half decapitated. Uh, I'm just uh, with a straight razor. You almost—that's. I mean, I'm saying he had to like really. He had really to really put some like uh huh force into that. Yeah. Geez. Apparently, there was a gap enough to form a gap. So, like, nearly headless Nick. Essentially, yes. 
Oh. Isn't that gross? Yeah. Uh, That's nasty. And they said this was also the location that a guard, Frank Hanger, was beaten to death. And, of course, there's no explanation about that. They're like, oh, yeah, this is also where Frank uh, Frank Hanger was beaten to death. Well, anyway, okay. and I was just like, okay, sorry, Frank, I guess. <laughs> like, rip, rip in peace. Um, the tour guide was telling them the different spots that they could check out. So they see the barbershop suddenly. The video feels very choppy. It's a good quality. Don't get me wrong. But it does just like, it's choppy. There's no, I feel like now we're going to go on to this. It's suddenly we're in the hallway and they're like, okay, we can either go here, go here, whatever you want to do next. I have to burp and I'm trying to figure out how to make it not happen. Oh, okay. (laughs) I couldn't figure it out. I just did it off, off the mic. Okay. Um, but anyway, so the tour guide says we could check out upstairs if you like, or, and then stops abruptly and mm-hmm. quickly shines the light up the camp, shines a light up the stairs and asks the other tour guide, uh, why a certain door, like a door at the top of the stairs was just wide open. Mm-hmm. And they said, why is it open? And they were asking, did you open it? Did you open it? They're like, no. And they said that door is never open because it leads to the alleyway. Like, they just don't like to open it. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's just hanging open. Um. So they're like, all right, that's messed up. What do I say here? A small note. Oh, there's a part where, there's a part where it, they're like, if you turn off your lights, it'll be pitch black here and you can sometimes see shadow people. And one of the camera people, I think it's a girl, I don't know. Because um, it, it definitely happens off camera. They're like, we could turn all the lights out and you can see these shadow people. And she's like, I don't really want to. And this Jake guy's like, just can we turn all the lights off so we can see? And she's like, I don't want to. He's like, please turn the lights off. And she's like, no, he's like, she's like, can I just like cover it with my hand and like, um, you know, just kind of hide the light? He said, Uh no, no shadows and it looks worse <laughs> like he's just whispering. <laughs> and he's like please just turn the light off and she's like i don't want to and oh, she didn't goodness. would not turn the light off girl and just kind of tried to hide it with her hand and as they're all standing in silence she goes you know what sounds great right now animal crossing like <laughs> man and later in the video when you do actually see her on the camera, she's carrying a Switch, like a Nintendo Switch. You thought you were going to get bored on an investigation? Okay. Enough that th- it was on the investigation with her. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, he's like, you're making it worse now. There's shadows. Like, <laughs> so that was a little frustrating. I'm like, just turn the light off. And also, if you're that bothered by it, go hang out at headquarters while we turn the lights off. Like, get it together. Right. Uh, here we go. I said, Lord. I said, I'm going to complain a little here. So heaters be warned. Like I, sorry, I get I got to you be, saying heaters now. I know I, I did. It. I put it in quotes because you're dumb. Um, <laughs> no, I sorry. I'm not positive. 100% of the time. I don't really care. Truthfully, I don't see myself as, uh, I'm a realist. I'm not a pessimist. I'm not an optimist. I'm a realist. And that means I get to be negative sometimes. So leave me alone. Here comes <laughs> the negativity. I, d- I s- don't know how to make this make sense. And I tried to explain this to Megan earlier. And I don't want to knock it because the investigation was really good. The video seemed really well done. Like, this video had se- 763,000 views. He has 1.3 million subscribers. Like, clearly he's doing something right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the guide, the tour guide, they had two. 
one of the tour guides was giving me, um, if we all recall, Bobby Mackey's are very... The thing is, this tour guide wasn't dismissive of like, I don't really believe in ghosts, but just kind of like wow sorry it's okay my fingers got i was trying whatever it's she fine was trying guys. To move i the hit mic. My, the mic um no so like the bobby mackey tour guide was a little dismissive and like oh people say this is haunted but i don't really believe in ghosts which is kind of silly to do as a tour guide of, of a haunted location yeah a paranormal tour guide but it was the same vibe as the mood is set as creepy and you're going they're ruining it with their very off-kilter kind mm-hmm. of guidance. Uh, so it was a mixture of that and the uh, let me go off and start my own EVP session in the middle of this tour guide giving a tour lady vibes. Oh, that yeah. has happened to us before where we were getting a tour of a location and this woman just, she was a trip the whole time and that's just a nice way of putting it. <laughs> Whips out a voice recorder while he's giving a presentation and was like is there anyone in here that wants to speak with us and we and he stops he's like oh i guess we're investigating now like it was very awkward it was uh oh boy it was kind of painful but this are you talking about our investigation okay i was like wow that happened that done too no i'm saying it's it's a mixture of those put those two vibes together and that is this main tour guide for me I apologize if they see this. You seem, the thing is, you seem like a really cool person. I don't know if you're never going to hear this, but I'm just saying in the off chance that you you seem like a really cool person. I don't know about the guidance, man. It was rough, but let's, you'll find out why. I have, I have genuine reasons. I, one, the uh, personality was just kind of, to me, but there are genuine reasons to be annoyed. Okay. So, and we'll get there. Little rant over, there's going to be more. Oh, uh, so so the main investigator investigator what the heck uh jake said something about possibly seeing a shadow figure down the hallway this this is why i gave this notice because this is when i'm like they've been okay up until this point and this is when the tour guide like really annoyed me i don't know if you're gonna get the same vibes just no I'm they remind see. me of like i can picture the people that i hate doing this i don't know okay anyway he's like i think i just saw a shadow figure down the hallway And, again, we've had no prior context or explanation or anything. We've just jumped into the second part. Mm -hmm. They were like, that's understandable because now there's multiple. It's not just the one. And he goes, it's, he says there's multiple and they say there's multiple. He said, what do you mean by there's multiple? And they said, there's just not one of them anymore. The tour guide is saying Yes, that's their explanation. And I'm like, and he, that's literally... There's only one. There are sorry. There's not one anymore. There's not one anymore. What does that mean? It means there's more than one now. Just kind of like <sighs> what they're talking about is meaning now that there are multiple shadow figures that they have seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's. I feel like they were trying to create this mood, this over the top, like theatrical sort of presentation. Like uh-huh. well, now there's more than one. It's not. It's multiple now. And it's just like, just just say it. Just say what you're trying to say instead of being like, because there's more than one. No, uh, and it like, uh, even with that very whimsical, like, well, now there's more than one. Like, I don't. Yes, uh, I. I know I keep like driving this home, but like, 
do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, why are you making this over dramatic when you don't have to? Mm-hmm. Like this, this potential otherworldly contact is happening and you're not letting it just happen. You have to like one up the spirits. Like, why are you doing that? Right. But he did see a shadow figure. So there's that. Um, moving on. They started using a pendulum and Jake, they have Jake holding it mm-hmm. while the guide is asking questions. Okay. Oh, this heartburn. What in the world? Oh, no. <laughs> You're back, my heartburn. <laughs> I know. Um, I think we both, meaning me and Megan, feel the same way about the potential for human error when it comes to pendulums, especially he's holding it in his hand. Mm-hmm. But he does actually pause the video to come in with some of his own commentary about him holding this, like, in retrospect. Oh, okay. So he pauses it. They're, well, first, they're asking some questions, and they've gotten some responses, like a little back and forth, a little circular motion, and he isn't freaking out like he has been about other things. Mm-hmm. And, but then the guide tells the spirit to stop the pendulum, because currently it's spinning, and like lightly spinning, and they tell the spirit to stop the pendulum themselves so they can move on to the next question. And you see the pendulum, let's say it's going in a counterclockwise motion, it like jerks comes clockwise and then comes to a stop oh like on its own and you see his his whole face drops and he makes direct eye contact with the camera <laughs> and then he pauses it and basically does an off-camera office moment uh-huh. where he said he was honestly really skeptical of the pendulum up until that point uh thinking he was subconsciously moving the pendulum while questions were being asked like he thought he was doing it right uh, but he said when they said to make the thing stop so the questions could start, he said he could feel it change directions and stop in his hand. And he was like, I did not do that. Well, it I, would be almost, I mean, he you would have had to see the hand motion to mm-hmm. like, if it's been going this way to be like, whoop, now you're going to go this way real quick. Yeah, no, on command, it's it turned direction and stopped. And he's mm. like, so I was, he's like, truthfully, I was skeptical while we were doing it until that moment. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh they're they're asking for the spirits to touch. They have a K2 meter during this whole thing. This guy is so desperate. He's like, "Please, can you just touch the K2 meter?" Like at the end of the whole <laughs> investigation, he's like, "I just ask one thing of the spirits. I've been carrying this around all night. I just need you to touch it." And it only spikes like a little bit here and there. Mhm. So anyway, they're asking the questions. They have the K2 meter. And suddenly they're all looking at him with the K2 meter and it looks like when you get a phone call, like how your phone does it, you have it so your flashlight flashes when you get a phone call right. and it's this rhythmic flashing, yes? Mm-hmm. That starts happening on him. Like there's a light flashing on his body. Uh-huh. No one says anything. Oh. And they like finish their question and the camera person actually says... uh the he points it out and he's like hey there was like a flashing light light on you just a second ago he's Uh like oh okay like they just were like that's weird and kept asking questions and then the light came on again when he started asking questions again but it wasn't rhythmic and it like started to slow down and then it got weak and just went away oh and the cameraman said he's like there's a light on you like i don't know what it is but there's a light on you yeah but nobody was like, oh, that's my phone. That's my... They were really good about if they kicked things or whatever. They're like, that was me. No no one said anything about that light. Weird. Okay. So, so that was weird. Uh, oh, no. I was going good. I said rant again. 
Oh. Uh, I know. Back to the questionable guide. She takes them down to the basement. Oh, yeah. Here we go. And she's explaining the different events that have taken place down in the basement. I rewatched this. I know I'm being very vague, but I watched this whole 36 minute video twice mm-hmm. because I'm like, maybe I missed descriptions. No, I just I'm not getting any background. They're like, this is where these things happened. Mm hmm. Well, what things? What I don't know. Um, anyway, Which could be covered in the first video. So I, that's fair. That's fair. It's just annoying. Okay, um, they are talking about the different events that take place down in there, and while talking, very obviously, like grabs her arm and starts rubbing it, and just any anyway, uh, just starts talking again, and it's exactly like that. There's like a Bella moment. There's a Bella moment from Twilight, <laughs> and. To the point where Jake was like, you don't get a very good feeling down here, do you? And suddenly they're like stuttering and tripping over their words, just saying, yeah, they're like, I, no, I don't. No. <laughs> yes. It felt like watching Bella in Twilight. I was like, oh my word. Like, Well, it is Bella and Jacob. What? Jacob. Oh, that's Jake. true. Jake, I see. I missed the joke. Bella. Um, But then like, <laughs> stop. When trying to explain that, no, she doesn't get a good feeling down there, is, like, bouncing on her heels, like, like this. And they're like, you don't seem like you're doing great. Like, you're you're actually bouncing a lot right now. And she's like, basically, like, am I? <laughs> like, while she's on a pogo stick kind of thing. Oh, my goodness. Um, And at this point, it's, like, distracting. What I'm yeah. talking about now is, at this point, it is very distracting because she's actually explaining something kind of creepy but it's you can't even focus on it and the investigative team is like an afterthought now now we're looking at you like bouncing on your heels going oh i'm sorry i had no idea that i was doing this like okay <laughs> anyway um boy i can't wait for the day we have cameras oh no because that was gr- <laughs> listen right now i look like a gray monster you, i was gonna <laughs> call you the, a gray monster i'm wearing gray shorts and a gray uh, undershirt i look like a mess right now i'm so sorry anyway i Okay, good. I was going to jump into what they were explaining, but I actually write it later, so I'm going to get there. Um, uh, as the guide is explaining some of the theories, so they, they kind of do jump back into the theories of the apparitions down in the basement. Uh, it's pointed out that they, they pause it and they're like, there is something that is about to move behind the guide, mm-hmm. like a shadow that doesn't match their movements. It's clearly not their shadow, and it's uh-huh. nobody else's shadow. And... They, they show it regular time. They show it slowed time. And you see the guide talking. You see the shadow, like, move behind them and then step away. And the second the shadow, like, quote-unquote, steps off camera, the the uh, tour guide, as if talking right now, says this sentence and goes, and I just heard footsteps behind me, no thank you, and, like, walked away as the shadow walked away. Okay. So this is still in the basement, right, where she doesn't feel comfy? Correct. I mean... Yes, she's being kind of weird. Feelings are valid, but she had a point. I mean, she's like, I don't feel comfy down here. Yeah, and and yes, she was like bouncing and being kind of erratic. But I mean, this is true, and we always say feelings are valid, and it is just the way that she was portraying them was very distracting to me. Mm -hmm. But it is, and if she's susceptible to that, then it is that just is what it is. And she said, I don't feel comfortable you see a shadow specifically behind her and she's like i hear footsteps behind me no thank you and mm-hmm. like walks away okay um but oh <laughs> this apparition apparition by the way mm-hmm. that she's explaining that was potentially what was behind her 
is apparently a man that takes the form. Oh, you're not done. Sorry. (laughs) It apparently takes the form of a spider monkey. God, what? Okay. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. (laughs) Back up. (laughs) I was starting to like yell and then. No, he takes the form of a spider monkey uh, that crawls along the pipes in the ceiling. Oh, okay. We're back to that. Yep. Or if not that, it just looks like a fully grown man hanging upside down from the pipes in the ceiling. I almost took my headset yeah. off like I was done chills, listening to you. Right? Yes. Full chills, dude. Yeah. Just casually was like, and okay, so I guess I might have jumped the gun because they said, I'm not done with my notes. I'm just putting my phone down. Oh, um, okay. I might have jumped the gun because they're saying I'm uncomfortable. But I mean, like if there's a spider monkey man hanging upside down, crawling in the rafters of the ceiling. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I've seen Hereditary. <laughs> I'm not about like skittering on the walls. No, thank you. Right. So I will say, in addition, now, see, in retrospect, in hindsight, everybody, I'm reading my notes and I'm like, maybe there was some truth to the overreacting. I just, to me, I'm like, I don't want to draw attention to myself. So the way that they were reacting, I'm like, oh, I would never do that. What an idiot. Mm-hmm. But like, whatever. In addition to the shadow on the wall and the guide mentioning hearing footsteps behind her right before all of this happens, there is a sound that sounds like a far off scream or screech. Uh-huh. Um, I And I literally wrote in my notes, I am not trying to be this person, but it genuinely kind of sounds like some kind of spider or howler monkey scream. Uh-huh. And it sounds like it's like on the complete other side. It's just the faintest scream and and you actually do hear the camera person go shh while she's freaking out though this is the point at which she's freaking out you hear this scream while she's like i just don't feel comfortable the camera person's like shh and but nobody's what was that did you hear that yeah was that you no oh what was it like what'd you hear i heard like a um I Is that the wind outside? It might be the wind. I think there's a wind advisory right now. I don't know. That was like really weird timing. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but there was just so much happening in this moment. And I really wish the camera person was so quiet. I kind of wish they would have rehashed it. Mm-hmm. But I heard the scream and I was like, was that just me? And you hear the camera person shush them. But they're too busy telling her like, you really don't feel good down here, do you? Mm-hmm. And I'm like everyone's shut up yeah well, well i can't stop. remember exactly how it time stop it wait that was really gross that was, that was a bad one you gotta fry that voice i can't stop. listen i'm not a smoker i'm sorry jasper i'm sorry um but no i'm mad because it was actually i had to see the spike of the stab it, it was oh gross. we both spiked i don't care i spiked way early on. oh whoopsie daisy anyway <laughs> Uh, yeah, there was just a lot happening in that moment, so I suppose their feelings were valid. I thought it was a little overdone, but that's just me. I guess, I mean, if you were there in the moment and just the ambiance of everything. Yeah, I'm still just annoyed that nobody stopped for that scream because it was actually really creepy. Okay. Like, it just sounded like somebody screaming about a hundred yards away. No. No, thank you. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, and poop more complaining sorry uh one of the other <sighs> investigators that okay yeah no these are the frustrating moments that like maybe i'll have another hindsight moment but i don't know about this one uh one of the other investigators that hasn't spoken much at this point i think it's shelby the itty itty bitty one um they at this point were freaked out and 
they had them go upstairs. They hadn't even gotten through the explanation of what goes on in the basement before mm-hmm. they were like, okay, let's get out of here. I don't feel well. The guide is telling them, I don't want to be down here anymore. Let's go upstairs. I'm like, okay, well then you as a guide, just take a step back and let them do their thing. Yeah. But whatever. Um, Shelby, I'm guessing is what it is. They were walking up the steps from the basement, stops at the top of the stairs because they she got spooked by the sound of footsteps and what i say and everything that was maddie <laughs> okay uh i'm the, on edge right now <laughs> i know um they were so they're walking up the stairs because the guy didn't want to be down there anymore mm-hmm. this investigator i think shelby says did you guys hear something that sounded kind of like this and as she started to describe what the sound was she she didn't even get to address it because the guide then says please keep walking up the stairs there's something behind me and but like in a sing-songy like please keep walking there's something behind me and like it's just it was she's literally trying to explain like she thought something just happened and she's like let's keep moving shall we like i don't want to be down here once again like impeding on their investigation Uh um we didn't, so we didn't get to address it at that moment. She did explain a little bit later that it sounded like someone had walked up the stairs between her and the other female investigator. So they were walking up the stairs side by side. They're a pretty wide staircase. Uh-huh. And both of them at the same time thought each of them had like brushed up against each other or walked past each other because they heard footsteps in between each other and both got brushed by something. Mm. Like they were like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I touched you. Neither of them touched each other. Okay. So, I'm glad they did get to explain it, but it was, once again, just just sort of brushed over. There's a little bit of lull in the video at this point. Uh, The girls are like, they're like, we're going to go upstairs in the attic, but you have to turn the lights off. And she's like, "Mm, no then. And still sticking to her guns about these lights. So, it's just the two guys and the tour guide that we love go up into the attic. Mm -hmm. The tour guide mentioned that in the attic, you are supposed to see shadow people either running, walking, or crawling back and forth man the crawling is like the mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna show you a clip when we're done with this not right <laughs> now but it's an american dad episode of course it's a christmas episode where um Haley, his sister or Haley's whatever yeah she has adopted uh what she doesn't realize is the antichrist of course and his name is damien or something yeah <laughs> and um he uh, he ends up possessing or doing something to Steve, and Steve turns into like this demon spider thing that's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I don't like. I'm that. gonna have to show it to you. It, it, this it is re- what I'm picturing in my head: is Steve to, ca- to calm you down? <laughs> no, <laughs> to get me worked up. <laughs> oh, it's creepy. Okay. Yes. Well, anyway, they can do any of the above back and forth across the walkway of the attic. Hate that. Uh, and they said it's honestly best, like, to do, what to do best up here is to just sit down and watch, like, pick an end and watch, which also gives me, like, Waverly vibes where they're like, just sit here and... We've been walking for five hours. Big Black will come out or whoever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they look at something at the end, they're like, what's at the end of the hallway? And they're like, oh, those are showers, just casually showers in the attic. And they're, like, built into the walls, Mm -hmm. each little individual showers. So they're like, okay, we want to get inside of the shower so we can see, like, everything all the way down the hallway. Uh-huh. Uh, they do actually stand in silence with the light, like, I think the lights are off at this point, uh-huh. um, just staring into the void. And uh, after a few moments, you see what very unfortunately looks like someone 
crouched down, crawling across the floor on their hands and feet. And you see, it looks like they turn their face at the camera and their eyes flash and their eyes follow the camera across the hallway. What? It's little, like, because the thing is, it is not tall enough to be a person. It's maybe at knee level. Uh Uh-huh. And it is dark. They have night vision on, but even where you see this, it is dark, admittedly, on the video. Uh Uh-huh. But you can see when black moves against black. I don't know how to explain it. I hope it just makes sense to those of you that are listening. Well, in video, you get, like, the grainy, just static background, and then something you see... I like an interference yes and they say it looks like a person I'm telling you before they said something on that video what I saw was someone crawling on their hands and feet and then look at the camera and just keep going across the floor Uh. and then hide behind a stack of boxes (laughs) no like their their eyes were red they were red I'm sorry but they were <laughs> the crawl like ugh, i don't know it's how to explain crawling and it's low to the ground it's not like their butts up in the air they're crawling like I'll as, show if you, in a, it, as if in a push-up position i will show you steve but, like, american dad. yeah it's <laughs> i'm picturing steve an american dad did not like it and then to top it all off they turned around they're like oh there's a bug in here and it was a devil's mustache in this tiny little shower stall i said get out <laughs> so they did right. uh just a little more complaint. This is where I put the ugh. I listen. I it's just they're they were making it about them. Like the I liked the investigators. I liked this Jake guy. I, I don't know. He just seemed kind of like genuine about it. He wasn't like Zach Beggins. He actually even said he's like I'm not gonna be like Zach and do this. And I'm mm-hmm. like yeah, you right, you right. <laughs> Zach's under hot water right now. He's under fire right now. Mm-hmm. Still no video that I know of. Blast. Anyway, the tour guide asks a couple times. This is what. Oh, I don't know how to explain it. They're talking to the ghosts as if they're just old buddies, old pals. Like, literally saying, hey, boys, it's me. Like, say, said this. Mm-hmm. Hey, boys, it's me. Do you think you could knock on some of the pipes for us or something? Like, and there is. There's a lot. And it's all... The one thing I will give it is it's all, like, timed perfectly. Like, they said, hey, can you knock three times and one, two, three. On the ceiling if, if you, you want, want me. me. Yes. <laughs> and then... I can't think of the next line, but they do Twice that on too. Yeah, the pipe, bing, bing. There's a pipe. <laughs> if the answer's no, and then we like, and she did basically like roll call, like Smith, can you hit something for us? Thank you, Smith. Oh my sweetness! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> In the, In the hallway. hallway, yes, of the attic. <laughs> uh, Benjamin, can you hit something? Hi, Benjamin. Thanks for coming. Like it was like a roll, roll call. call. Yes. <laughs> And they're all, you can see in the investigator's face, they're like looking at each other like, what the heck is happening? Because it is responsive. It's very responsive. Uh-huh. Um, and was just like, can you guys do something? And you hear shuffling like a group of people coming mm-hmm. down the hallway at Poop. them. And uh, they look, they're like, what in the world? And they're like, and she's like, oh, that's just them. They're probably, they're just walking towards us. And they're like, why are you being so casual about Wait, this? so there wasn't another investigative group? This was the group and... Yes, it's three people up in the attic at the end. And you hear shuffling feet, like multiple shuffling feet coming towards them. I thought you meant another group was coming up to them, like an investigative no, group. No, the ghosts. Okay. This is shuffling feet with no body attached. Okay. Okay, neat. We're on board. Um... 
<laughs> I said the way that this guide was talking to the to the spirits is in the same way that a very tone-deaf person would talk to somebody who is clearly from somewhere other than America and thinking talking to them louder will make them understand you better. <laughs> like, it, it's... Uh-huh. Oh my God, it was just like that, and I, I don't know. That's the best way that I can describe it, is she's talking to them like, Welcome to America. Can you hit the pipes twice? Um... <laughs> But <laughs> thank, thank am I coming in clear? <laughs> right. Uh, I said, granted, the noises are happening on cue, but there's no time to really reflect on the noise because the second it happens, she was like, oh, thank you so much. Anyway, next person and like moves on. Mm-hmm. It's very annoying. Um, there. Let's see. It's coming from blah, 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 blah. She asked if a specific inmate was up there with them, and I believe his name was Red, is what it sounded like she said. Mm -hmm. And there was a shuffling noise, and here's the best part. This is when the shuffling happened. There was shuffle, shuffle from the end of the hallway, shuffle, shuffle behind them, shuffle, shuffle at the end of the hallway. And you can hear it, kind of, (laughs) if someone would ever start talking. Um, And it is actually really startling, but the second you hear the shuffling... She yells, oh, hey, Red, how are you? Thanks for answering. (laughs) That's what it was the whole time in the attic was, can you do this for us? Great, thanks. And they're over here. Literally, the camera guy's going, I kind of want to get out of here. Like, I'm not comfortable. Right. And she's asking them to do all these things. And he's like, okay, guys, like, can we please go? I'm not comfy. Right. They're coming up on us like West Side Story style. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So that's what I mean by like, I feel like they were making it about them. The investigation was cool. You are not the main character. (laughs) No, this person is the main character in their mind. But like these things are creepy, but it's really hard. If I heard shuffling feet in front of and behind me and I saw no one coming, I would not like it ruins the entire mood. And someone's like, oh, hey, Red, what's what's happening? What's going on? I'm glad you could join us. Like that's how they were talking. Fist bump. (laughs) Essentially, essentially. Um, there's a little bit more up there, but eventually they did leave because the cameraman's like, I do not like it up here. Can we go? Uh huh. And so they went. Uh, that is, I was, I feel bad that I was so negative about it. Like, okay, (laughs) let's rehash. Let's take away on cue, on demand, like really quick responses that -hmm. were just like way too pointed. It felt that was the, the, okay, that's another thing that makes me nervous. So they're in the attic. That is the highest point. The roof is above them. And especially, what is this, a three-story building? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel like the higher the building, the more likely you are to get, like, weird sounds up at the top. Right. Animals, whatever. Right. Just elements. And there is this clicking noise and stuff, but there was never a point where they just didn't speak. So I'm like, is it just, if we don't talk, are these knocks and things going to keep happening? Is that outside interference? Things like that. Right. Uh, But it was very on cue, very on demand. The shuffling noises, the creepy crawling man in the attic, Mm -hmm. uh, people hanging upside down from the pipes in the basement, Uh Uh, grown men specifically hanging from the pipes in the basement. Hate that. Uh, The two girls that were like, oops, pardon, pardon, and nobody touched anybody. Right. Um, The shadow people. There was a lot of, there was a lot going on. I will say the K2 meter. He didn't really get anything. He was very upset. He said, can you guys please touch this? And they didn't. So yeah, that sucks. I 
let's separate the two. I really like this location. It seemed really creepy. Ohio is not that far away from us. I would go to it. Um, the investigative team, Jake the Viking, and all of his crew, fine. Mm-hmm. The tour guide really made it hard for me. Yeah. And I just, like, the other tour guide really only spoke the one time. Oh, yeah, the casual, uh, the inmate that slit the throat of oh, another right. inmate so much that he almost decapitated him. Mm-hmm. Just casual stuff like that. Um, I, uh, this is why I feel like we uh, vet people that we take with us on our investigations because we've never liked people to go that are super skeptical. Mm-hmm. It's very annoying that every little thing, well, that was obviously this. That wasn't real. You didn't actually see that. That's not what happened. Uh, it's very annoying to take somebody who every little fart and gust of wind, they're like, oh, God, like, what was right. that? Uh we like a happy medium. I'm not saying don't get excited about things, but don't make yourself the main character when you're clearly oh, not the main character. I would be remiss if I didn't talk about when I screamed at Waverly at a bird. <laughs> Wait, what? Were you not in the hallway? I'm- Cody and I were walking past a room and we both like saw something in there like... And yeah. we said... Ooh. what? So it's giving like and House on Haunted Hill vibes. So yeah. we both stopped and turned and looked in there. And something came bolting out right past our face. And yeah, we both screamed and ducked. And I said, great, were those people. Like, Jesus Christ, it was a bird. It was just moving the group along when, like, the you're telling me there's a basement where grown men turn into spider monkeys and hang upside down from the pipes and you shuffle us out of there after less than 10 minutes because you're scared? Mm -hmm. Then go take a break upstairs. Like, let us do our investigation that I'm sure they paid for. Yeah. Don't take us up to the attic, the most active room I've seen in a place, mm-hmm. and talk to them like you're talking to your next door neighbor across the fence because you have to yell at them, apparently. Yeah. It was things like that. I wish... I didn't want to not use this video because they had a lot of good stuff, but man, it was hard to look past that person. <laughs> there are lots of things when you do investigations, you'll learn we've had some not so great tour guides we've had some very dismissive tour guides we've been on trips like i just i did a combination of the two where the woman like very loudly like wanting people to notice that she started an evp session in the middle of the tour yeah things like don't be that person it happens unfortunately right but that's i don't know i'm sorry i hope i wasn't I hope I wasn't too negative. I know I was negative, but darn it. Like, I just wanted this place. My takeaway is this place seems very creepy and very, very much haunted. Uh-huh. Uh, so don't let that pass you by. I mean, I because looked I'm up, such a negative Nancy right now. <laughs> I looked up the price. Uh, group pricing is outrageous. Really? Yeah. For 30 people is three thousand dollars oh 15 is fifteen hundred and then it's a hundred dollars per person after that and so there's not a discount no that's a hundred dollars a person yeah it was something like that and you can have up to 100 people no Mm -hmm. see and but how much time do you get the only thing that I would find um, beneficial, but you would have to deal with like noise pollution from floor to floor, is if that building is really that big and say you only have a five hour investigation, that sounds like a long time. Mm-hmm. It'll go fast in a big building. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes you want to sit in a room for an hour. 
right. like a single room. Um, there, I don't remember if just overnight investigations is $99 a person. Oh, there's the discount. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they said something about, I think it's a daytime maybe, or a guided tour is they've got something going on. It's like 25 or $35 a person. So that may be something to look into. Okay. I don't know. Like I said, we're probably not going to visit super soon, but I would like to go. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. I mean, was it still at least kind of spooky, kind of scary? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I almost threw my headphones. Oh, that's true. What was that one about? The (laughs) The spider monkey. Spider monkey man. Spider monkey man. (laughs) Grown men hanging upside down from the ceiling. Just, God. Multiple shadow people, and I saw one. I don't necessarily believe in shadow people sometimes. I feel like a lot of it is a trick of the eye. Uh lighting just movement all of the above i saw someone crawl across that floor Mm -hmm. with mine own eyes Mm. (laughs) so neat yes that's it i don't know that's all i got i say that's all i got this is a long one long not super long but longer well i'm glad we switched to this one to be totally honest yes (laughs) yeah i was going to have to milk the other one it was uh it was a struggle that castle, though, oh my god, that Squire Castle is mm-hmm. beautiful. Right. And the funny thing is, is they tell you it's not a castle. No. It was literally the gatehouse to the man, the actual mansion itself. Yeah, they never even built the mansion. Why? Because the wife was like, I don't like living in the country. That's true. There was all this speculation of why, like everyone, they thought the wife died there and he was just so heartbroken he couldn't continue working on that. No. No. She's like, I don't want to be here. He said, you're right, you're right. So but like, however, what was it, like 350 acres or something? I and, thought it was like 525 uh, yeah, acres. Some five, yeah, 600. I don't know. Several hundred acres. Built this gatehouse. And she's like, yeah, I don't really want to live here. <laughs> and him and his daughter vacationed there for like a year. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, they never they stayed They eventually in sold it. the property, yeah. yeah. It just sat vacant. And now it's a part of a park. Mm-hmm. And you can have weddings and stuff there. Oh, it's the pictures. It's like in the winter time and in the fall. <clears throat> oh my goodness! <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got not a ghost cat peeking under the door at us, so I think that's our cue. Mm-hmm. And next week, oh, it's a fi- if fifth you didn't Thursday, get enough y'all. of it. If you didn't get enough of it today, <laughs> it is a fifth Thursday, and Very it is excited. needed. I can't wait. I don't even know what to talk about. I'm just so overwhelmed. It's gonna- I, There's so many things I could talk about. Okay. I, well, I, gotta, I gotta think on it. Come back next week and we'll, I'm sure, well, we will have to have something picked yeah, out for you. We have to. Or we're just gonna sit and chat for like an hour. I could also do that. I could too. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see when we get there. All right. Okay. Well, bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsothesaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsothesaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsothesaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod.
You can find Or So They Say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.